men can certainly gain and lose a lot of weight and so we we do plenty of abdominal plasty and lower body lift surgery for men who've lost significant amounts of weight they not infrequently have muscle separation as well because men tend to carry their excess weight intra-abdominally so it's stretching on their muscles similar to a pregnancy would and potentially over a longer period of time. Hey Refam, my name's Kate and welcome back to Keeping It Real, the podcast Moonlighting as a Mythbuster. Today we're back to busting assumptions on the humble tummy tuck. We chat about reverse tummy tucks, whether you get a new belly button with an abdominoplasty, and if going to the gym is the alternative to removing loose skin. So sit back and get ready to have some myths debunked. The first one I actually have I'd never heard of, but a reverse tummy tuck. Have you heard of that? <laughs> Please explain. So traditionally for a tummy tuck or an abdominoplasty, we aim to put the scar low as possible so that it's hidden in the um, bikini line or pants line. So a reverse tummy tuck is the opposite of that where you are putting the scar in the bra line. So you're essentially trying to take skin out from the top part of the tummy, which is where it traditionally is not so prominent Mm -hmm. um and then that you're pulling up what's left behind so you're pulling it up rather than pulling it down so the um i guess the minus about that is that you're working against gravity um seems like a big minus (laughs) yep (laughs) and also it's not it doesn't tend to be where the skin actually is um a problem um i have however done this operation variation of and I probably would never have called it that um I would say probably twice um where someone has actually already had an abdominoplasty with a low scar and they always had like someone that's had significant um weight loss they've got skin rolls lots and lots of them so they had residual skin excess in the upper part and one of them was definitely this year and she was having a breast reduction as a second operation and so I actually removed some of the skin from the top part of her tummy as part of the breast reduction and then with that internal bra type suture the fixing of the fold under the breast used that to drag up some of the tummy skin so it was more so just to get rid of a little bit of the extra skin not the excess that you would imagine doing in a full abdominoplasty. So you're saying myth or busted? A bit of both. Um, it's definitely an operation that exists, but it's, I would say, you know, in however many years, 14 years of practice, I think I've done it twice. So pretty uncommon. Well, I've got quite a bit of experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I went through a phase, and it's in the massive weight loss patients, mm-hmm. Uh, I went through a phase where I sort of tried different variations on it, and I, I think the big problem. And I've 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 put for those watching it on the on the YouTube's um, <laughs> under the in the in, infra memory fold, um, like an early sort of version of the internal bra. I, I put mesh down Ooh. and um, stapled that onto the chest wall, and then sutured the skin flap up because, as Kim said, we're trying to fight gravity. Mm-hmm. So rather than just stitching that down, which is, wouldn't be as strong, uh, I put mesh down first and then stitched the skin down onto the mesh. Um, and, yeah, I was never really impressed with it. What, what it tends to do, because we're fighting gravity, 
is lower than inframammary folds. You end up right. you end up just dropping because you're taking skin um, out from that upper part of the abdomen, and and what tends to happen is the fold comes down. So then yeah. your your nipple ends up too high on your on your breast. Um, and I definitely had to had to revise a couple of them because it it just didn't uh, it, it didn't hold up. Enough. And you, if you were doing that with mesh, you, I assume you were take, trying to take out quite a lot of skin rather than a yeah. smaller shape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, yeah, so you, the weight of that is would be reasonably significant. Yeah. Did so you have any problems with the mesh? Not with the mesh. Like no. not getting no, 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 irritated no, no. or. But I had I used one of those. Uh, oh, yeah. General surgery, yeah, staple things. Little twirly. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Into into rib. Like I really tried hard to anchor it. Oh <laughs> They'd be so, they would. I'd imagine yeah, they'd be a lot sorer sad. than normal surgery recovery. Yeah. But I, I, I would say I, that ten years ago would be the last time I, I did it. Right, right, but right. I tried a whole lot of different variations, mm. and I like I see people trying it on. Um, I see it on on people's socials and. It looks great on the table because on the table you're not standing up. <laughs> Finding so gravity. It's quite yeah. <laughs> and, and you've had no – yeah, you haven't had so those weeks and months I, working I, on that. I, I'd probably get one or two requests a year. And, and, and the, the other issue is, you know, the scar in between the breasts. Mm. So you can either just do it under the, under the breast but then you end up with a sort of a dog ear in the middle in the sternal area. Um, so what I'm tending to do more now is take the skin out – from the sides and sort of pull it out to the side. So yeah. sort of as part of a either backlift or extended brachioplasty, which I think works better, better scar, more reliable. Yeah, right. So for people that come in sometimes requesting a fleur-de-lis type of abdominoplasty, which is taking out some vertical skin at the same time as taking out the lower part, um, and it's essentially like a triangle at the top of the tummy, and so the narrowest part is up between the breasts, and so that often wouldn't fix the problem that those people are requesting the issue about as well because it's not taking out as much skin from that area. A myth that people will get a new belly button with a tummy tuck. Ooh, busted. Um, no, same – generally, 99% of the time, um, same belly button. So it's just uh, repositioned. Uh, so we cut around your belly button, um, as many of you would have seen uh, on other videos. If not, check them out. Um, but we cut around the belly button and then pull the skin down like you pull a, a blind down um, and then make a new opening to pull the – old belly button out. What happens in the other percent of cases? So um, in some cases, either someone doesn't have a belly button to start with or, <laughs> well, for whatever reason, or there's a... You're a an a, alien? Yeah, that's not, that's, <laughs> that's the number, number one, one reason. Or, or someone else has ruined it before. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and by ruining it, uh, I think Kim means they've had sort of, of some sort of hernia repair. <laughs> right. And so there's issues with the blood supply or when... Sometimes if I'm um, in assessing someone, and I'll know before I go to surgery, there's such a big hernia mm. that I just say, look, we're just going to make you a new hernia. A new hernia. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your hernia. We're going to make a new hernia. And a new, no, no, just the belly button. We yeah, repair okay. the hernia. Um, but um, without sort of going into too much technical detail, when you've got a really, really big hernia and you're doing a tummy tuck, you end up with no blood supply to the belly button, so you have to make a new one. Right. Mm. So Brand new one. That is so good. And then on the very rare occasion, mm. one week ago for me, um, I have 
a patient who requested no belly button um, for various reasons of trauma and things. She was keen to get rid of it, and I'm like, makes it operation a little bit easier. So a belly button, in effect, is just the scar tissue from the uh, umbilical cord. So there's nothing special about it in terms of sort of the functional structure. It's just where the belly button, the umbilical cord, gets cut. and then it just shrivels up and forms a scar. That's all the belly button is. And even those patients that we do do a smaller belly button hernia repair or if they have had previous surgery and we don't cut that out and reconstruct it but we use the one that they've got and sometimes it looks a bit dodgy on the operating table and the blood supply can be a bit compromised. Um, nearly all the time they heal and even mm. if they go through a bit of necrosis or they look a bit awful and a bit scabby for a while they because you know as Richard said it's a scar it heals back into the hole and sort of pulls the skin down and they all yeah. heal eventually mm. and look fine God, but people are obsessed glasses. with them <laughs> <laughs> all right um <coughs> next myth liposuction will give the same results as a tummy tuck every, every time oh, they're, they're one in the same bang, really. bang. yeah a yeah. 100% busted so um I think I did a live on liposuction versus lower body lift actually a few weeks ago. They're um, equivalent. Yeah, even even more so. Yeah. Totally different operations. Um, liposuction is still an operation. Um, it's sucking out fat only. Usually we would do that if it's in isolation and someone that has small pockets of fat that can't be shifted that, or they can't shift or the diet exercise. Um, abdominal plasty, tummy tuck is cutting out skin. And some fat, but generally it's more about skin. So if you're starting off with loose skin anywhere, liposuction in that area, generally never can. You can do it, but your results are going to be worse. Next myth, the gym will fix loose skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, busted on that one. Um, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, different parts of the body to a certain degree like if say arms if you've got a little bit of loose skin and you did a lot of weights and built up your arms you take up a little bit of skin that's not technically tightening the skin that's just filling, filling up it out. the space <laughs> yeah, right. um, but yeah if you've got loose skin on your tummy uh, no matter how many crunches you do that's that's not going to get rid of the skin yeah, right. busted busted um, next myth everyone will see the scar very very, very unlikely. So, again, busted. Um, we, we just talked a lot about the belly buttons. So um, if you're wearing underwear or a bikini, the scar around the outside of the belly button, you will uh, potentially see. Um, the way we both do the surgery is slightly different. The scar tends to end up sort of inside a bit more. So um, there, it's a much less visible scar there. Um, if you look online um, – there are a lot of terrible-looking belly buttons out there where people cut a big circle around the outside mm. and stitch it in as a big circle. So there's sort of like the belly button and then two centimetres of skin and then oh, a round scar so around the outside, weird. which does look very weird. And um, Real Self, the American website, is, I see a lot on there. Um, but that's really the only scar in a bikini that's potentially visible. The... Um, abdominal plasty scar we sit it very very low so uh, a lot of women that listen and watch have had cesareans um, we go below the cesarean section scar so um, you know most people you wouldn't see that that scar um, so same same with what we do 
I mean, it obviously depends on what cut of. I think you've mm. maybe covered this recently, but it depends on what cut of bikinis you're wearing as well. Um, what you're going to do in your spare time. Like if you do true. walk around naked every well, day. Well, you yeah. <laughs> you're totally going to see it with no clothes on. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're wearing high-cut bikinis and we're, we've got a lowish scar, the scar tends to sort of come up towards the sides. But if you're wearing very high-cut bikinis, um, there was certainly a trend to, to cut, make the incisions to match that. Um, but, you know, that's probably not the majority of time. Uh, the majority of, you know, the current fashions um but you know as fashion if we put a very low scar and the fashions go back to very high cut bikinis then obviously you see it and vice versa so most most of those scars fade pretty well so yeah. you know by the time you're in bikinis even if it's a little bit below um mostly people wouldn't notice it i wouldn't have thought and probably don't care no that's mm. true as well um all right Da-da-da. Next myth, you can never gain the weight back. Totally busted. <laughs> Why? Why? Really? Um, plastic surgery is the magic cure for all weight. No. Um, absolutely. Skin is phenomenally uh, stretchy. stretchy and uh, everybody's body has a great capacity to gain and lose weight. So, um, yeah, you cut out loose skin, there's still skin and fat cells left behind that can um, gain weight. Um, so yeah, definitely need to stay on the same track if we've been before. Have you ever done two lipos, two tummy tucks on somebody at the same time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, well, two scenarios. One, uh, I've had maybe a couple of patients who have had a tummy tuck and then had pregnancies, and we've done. It's not the same. Like it's just a, a revision. Um, and you know, but sometimes still repositioning. There's surprisingly still um, enough skin to cut out uh, above the belly button. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the most, the more common scenario is if they've had a tummy tuck elsewhere, where someone's maybe hasn't cut out enough skin, mm-hmm. um, and so there's still heaps of skin to to be cut out. Right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, in like conceptually, you're redoing the tummy tuck. Like, it's not a big deal. And yeah, the only other similar to um, on that vein is someone that's had an okay tummy tuck, but they haven't had the sides or the back dealt with. So they come in and the whoever's done their previous surgery is being reluctant or doesn't have the ability to do a lower body lift, and so they come in. They've got actually, you know, not infrequently quite a good tummy, but a lot of excess skin on the sides and the back, and so you can just add the 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 back part on. Yeah, right. The, the most the, probably the most common revision, though, is where I see a patient who's ended up with a scar that is way too high, and so then sort of a reverse tummy tuck. I cut out skin from below the scar and try and pull the scar down. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more in a position that we would we would leave a scar. Yeah, right. Um, next myth: only women get tummy tucks. Also busted. There's a lot of busted here. Um, I was I was going down that vein. <laughs> the first one I was just like, yeah, throw it out there. <laughs> um, well, women are the only ones that have pregnancies. Uh, men can certainly gain and lose a lot of weight, and so we we do plenty of um, abdominoplasty and lower body lift surgery for men who've lost significant amounts of weight. Um, they not infrequently have muscle separation as well because men tend to carry their excess weight 
intra-abdominally. So it's stretching um, on their muscles similar to a pregnancy would and potentially over a longer period of time. So, um, yeah, it would still be common to do a muscle repair in a male having an abdominoplasty as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, like you always see those photos of like the pregnant woman and then her partner – like standing across <laughs> and they like both have the same belly matching around yeah tummy. But like that makes sense that if they've had a beer belly for like 10 years mm. as well like that's far more significant than that like, and it's, I, it's I, really find I, I don't generally do a uh, muscle repair men um just because i don't want to i don't want to feminize their waist right, right. so i mean if you, if you get in there there's a gap really and obviously i do but uh i i generally find well, the gap isn't sort of the only thing. It's more the tone of the tummy mm. wall. Um, and yeah, um, I probably, probably 50, wouldn't do it as. I would do. Yeah, I probably definitely wouldn't do it as tight as. Yeah, right. A drainless tummy tuck is better. Do you know, again, another one? There's been like a lot of stuff recently on it, but All then right. there seemed to be a lot of articles in like 2018. Yeah, which I, I feel like this was, was the a last time. huge topic even 10, 15 years ago. I mean, I mean, I've got nothing against a drainless tummy tuck. What is a drainless so tummy tuck? Where you don't use a drain. Um, <laughs> so like, but so so you got to look at what what are you trying why? to achieve? Yeah, um, right. My personal view on, and I've done it. I've done all the different techniques. So there's different ways you can do it. You can quilt down the skin, so stitch the skin down to the um, muscle wall. I did it. I did it. I did it probably for about three or four years. Um, what I found was it was harder to cut out a, a, a lot of skin because it was actually hard to do those quilting stitches the tighter it became. So I decided that being tighter was better. Uh, the other thing people do is put a glue um, on the two surfaces, so the undersurface of the skin and the muscle, and then you sort of sit there for five minutes holding them together um, and hope you, that they you stick did together. That for quite a while I did that for well. a while as well. Um, and again, the glue just doesn't hold, and then it's like you've got two polar opposite magnets. So you've got like both surfaces are then sealed and then they're, they're repelling against each other. Oh, so right. then they're less likely to stick and more likely to f- cause a seroma. And so also if you do get a seroma, like if it's stuck in some area, so like now if we get a seroma, it's, down the bottom. it's usually at the bottom and there's one pocket of fluid. Mm. And for that you can get multiple little pockets of fluid because if it's stuck in some areas and not in others. So, so you've got to go back to well, what are you trying to like stop? And you try and stop sort of having a drain, which is is much scarier in concept than what it is in reality. They're very, very thin tubes. They're very, very small um, bottles that you can conceal generally in uh, clothing. Um, and, you know, in the first couple of weeks, you're not doing anything anyway. For my patients, I'd say a third come out before you go home, a third come out at the end of the first week, and a third come out um, after two weeks. Um, so that, that would be sort of the, the, basically the spread. Um, but you know, definitely within five years, they're definitely always out. (laughs) (laughs) 0.9%. Yeah. And I, I think when we like people, yeah, have this concept that, oh, the drain is, this is terrible, scary thing. But when you explain that we're not doing things to be horrible to you, we're doing things because we think that they're safer and they're better for your outcome and, um, <clears throat> that it works much better for you to have a drain. And the way I describe it to patients is when you're having a tummy tuck, like 
there's two big raw surfaces of tissue and you want those to stick back down. And it's like, and when I talk about a raw surface, you imagine if you have a little graze on your hand and it's it's watery and there's it's wet for a few days before it gets a scab on it. So that's the stuff times a thousand mm-hmm. that you've got inside that you're wanting it to stick down. So all that watery fluid, you don't want it sitting in there because it's not going to stick back to itself. So you want to get rid of that fluid so the tissues can stick. And if that's and that's the best way to get it out is in a drain bottle. Um, and yeah, rather than having fluid collect, it's not that big a deal to actually drain it, throw it in the rooms. But yeah. you don't want to be coming back every week for weeks to be doing that when you can have a drain in for a few days or a week or, you know, mostly at worst case scenario, two weeks and you're done. It's short term, but long term game. Um, two other things. Firstly, with all those other techniques I tried, I got stromas with all of them. Um, and uh, the other thing is that we've now got ultrasound in the rooms, which makes uh, diagnosing a seroma or locating a seroma or showing that there's no seroma um, much easier and more scientific rather than just sort of feeling it or stabbing with a needle. So <laughs> That's uh, my preferred version. <laughs> How many times have we been to a conference, though, when we went to conferences, um, and people would get up and say, oh, I've done 100 yeah, um, quilting down abdominal plasty never had a single seroma. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Oh, I think they're just not measuring for not, a seroma. Yeah. Or they're right. just not seeing their patients. They're like, and the I other th- haven't. My nurse. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. No, no, no. I think, so. I think that's right. And the other thing with that technique, that you didn't say, like those those quilting stitches that you do, like especially in a quite a skinny patients, they leave indents all the way down the abdomen, which do settle down they over time. Settle. But patients hate, they're like, why have I got all these dimples and indents? And so you have, you know, fix one problem potentially and you're creating another one, which, you know, it doesn't look great from And also if you, if you are doing those quilting stitches, you can't do any lipo in that central abdominal oh, yeah. um, part yeah, because – um, when you're um, when you've done the lipo, you sort of shred all that tissue that you'd be taking sit- stitches in, um, so you just can't can't do it. Which is the most common time when you would get a seroma because all of that right. you've got the two surfaces Kim's talking about as well, plus all of the um, the fat area where you've done liposuction, which is way way leakier. Um, so yeah, and I. My personal view, I, I think it's a mark. It's marketing spin, mm. and not even very good based on. No, I think it's good. No, no. I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's good spin. Like it's sound, I think it's it like does. Scarlet, sound it's like scarlet surgery during yeah. the surgery. Scarlet yeah. surgery, mini yeah. this, mini that. It's, I put it all in that same basket. Yeah. Embrace the drain. It's got a good job. Embrace, Embrace the drain. It does a If you liked this episode of Keeping It Real, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, why don't you have a flick through our past episodes? We'd love to hear your requests for future topics, so send your suggestions through to us on IG at Replastic Surgery. That's all for today, and we'll catch you next time for another peek into the world of plastic surgery.